This is Come and See from St. Andrew's Anglican Church for March 23, 2014. The Gospel is taken from the book of John, chapter 4, verses 5 through 42. The message is by Father Ron Baird. When we began the Lenten season, the last Sunday after Epiphany, right before we began it, Jesus was on the Mount of Transfiguration, and from there he turned his face toward Jerusalem, where he would go and be sacrificed for the sins of the world. And, and so he does. Now, the most logical route for that would be to follow the Jordan River down in the Jordan River Valley to Jericho and then across to Jerusalem. That's um, not the shortest route, but it's the most logical route. The reason why it's the most logical route is that in between <clears throat> Galilee, where Jesus is, and Jerusalem is a, an area called Samaria. And Samaritans and Jews do not get along. <clears throat> We've often heard about how Jews don't like Samaritans, but it should be noted that Samaritans didn't like the Jews either. I mean, it was kind of a mutual disrespect that they both had for one another. In some ways, they were so much alike that they couldn't stand each other. Um, which is frequently, it seems to be the case, that the people who are, are, have, we have more in common with, their differences irritate us more than the people who are just totally different. And so, in this case, though, Jesus isn't taking the safe or longer route. He's going the shortest route, directly through Samaria. Now, that's really unusual, because Jews didn't travel through Samaria. It wasn't safe to travel through Samaria. Um, much like today, it's not safe to travel through Samaria. Um, Today, it's inhabited up in that area by uh, Hamas and, and the Palestinians, part of the West Bank. Um, but it, up in that area is an area where there's an awful lot of uprisings and, and fighting and, and terrorist activity going on, particularly near where Jacob's Well is. So it's funny how 2,000 years later, things haven't changed very much, have they? And we still don't want to travel that way. So that if you go on a pilgrimage, frequently you'll travel either from Jerusalem over to Tel Aviv and up to uh, Mount Carmel and across to Galilee, or you'll travel over to Jericho and follow the Jordan River Valley, but again, you go around it. Um, you don't go through it because it's not considered safe. So you can imagine the disciples' delight when Jesus said to them, no, we're not going that way. We're going to go through Samaria. They were probably thinking, what? <laughs> Why in the world would we do that? And so as they're traveling through Samaria, they come to a town called Sychar, which is where Jacob's well is. And as they arrive at the well, Jesus sends the disciples into town, probably to go to Kroger's, so that they can get something to eat and bring it back. And, and so off they go. It says he was tired, and it, it was midday. So he sits down at the well, and a woman comes along. Now, this is really odd, because women didn't, by and large, come to the well at, at noon. They came in the morning. All the women and children of the village would go out to the well and draw water to go back um, to handle things for the rest of the day. It's even more unusual, though, for a woman to travel by herself to the well. Um, and the only real reason for her to do that would be if something had prevented her from going that morning, or as in this case we find out, um, her reputation is not exactly stellar with the other women in town. And so they probably don't want to hang out with her. You know, she's not welcome. And so she goes when there isn't anybody around um, to go to the well. And as she gets there, here is this Jesus. And the funniest thing is said, he, he says to her, give me a drink. Now, that may not seem odd, given that he's tired and it's hot. Except that 
Jews don't talk to Samaritans, and even more so, Jewish men don't talk to women without their husbands or fathers present. Because, you know, you can get in big trouble doing that. You could end up married to one of them. And not even know why. I mean, it's not considered acceptable to do that. And so, the woman startled that he would say, give me a drink, because they don't do that. And furthermore, Samaritans don't do things with Jews. And, and to make it even worse, the only way he's going to be able to drink is out of her utensils, and Jews don't drink out of utensils that Samaritans use, and vice versa. And so she says, well, you're a Jew, aren't you? How's it that you're asking me, a Samaritan, you know, for a drink? And Jesus says, if you knew who it was that was asking you, you would have asked him, and he would have given you living water that swells up to eternal life. So she looks around, the boy's got no bucket. <laughs> so she's going, well, how in the world would you give me a drink if you don't even have a bucket? <laughs> you can't get a drink yourself. That doesn't even make sense. And he says, I tell you, whoever drinks of this well is going to be thirsty again. But whoever drinks of the water that I give them will never, ever thirst again. So she goes, well, gee, I'd like to have some of that. You know, that'd be really good. Can you give me some of this living water? And so Jesus says, Sure. No problem, go get your husband. She goes, oh, well, uh, I don't have a husband. Jesus says, you told me the truth, that's great. He says, you don't have a husband. You've had five husbands, and the guy you were shacking up with now isn't your husband. <sighs> and so the woman, you know, being confronted with this, does what most of us would do. She changes the subject. Sir, I perceive that you are a prophet. <laughs> Let's talk about religion. That's a safer You know, you all say, now we're going to get into a debate on doctrine. You all say, the Jews, that you have to worship God in Jerusalem. But we say you have to worship God on Mount Gerizim, which is here. And he says, I tell you, you, haven't got, you really don't understand this at all. The day's coming when nobody's going to worship on Gerizim or in Jerusalem. Because what God wants is for people to worship them in spirit and in truth. And so she goes, okay, and then she leaves, but not quite before something else happens, and that's that the disciples come back. So now you've got at least 13 Jewish men and one woman. Now, the disciples, having just arrived from Kroger's, all ready to make their deli sandwiches, are, are back, and they're shocked. I mean, here's Jesus. He's a rabbi, for crying out loud, and I that, but, you know, he's like the rabbi, and he, he's with a woman, by himself even, and, and says, but they didn't ask her, what do you want? Now, the reason they would have asked 